0: Transition Partners take mental health very seriously. We are now supporting Claro Mental Health Charity, who are local and based in Harrogate. We are working closely with Richard Kenny, who is the IT Director at TechBuyer. Claro operates as a commercial workshop making goods for businesses, which enable those with long-term mental health conditions to function in a voluntary real-work environment. We would love it if you can join us in supporting this amazing, cause and charity and donate what you can any any amount will be greatly appreciated thank you very much and thanks to all our listeners
1: This is the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. My name's Ellie Greening, And my name's Sandra Patel-Stewart. On this podcast, we will be interviewing some of the UK's greatest tech leaders. We'll be discussing war stories, battle scars and their learnings from their journeys. Hopefully, you will pick up some great tips, learn from others' experiences
0: and have a good laugh along the way. <music>
1: So hi and welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership podcast. So we're super excited this week to be joined by Itai Kinrot, who is VP of R&D, Media and Telecom at Kaltura. So Kaltura provide live and on-demand video um, software as a service solutions to thousands of organizations around the world. Engaging hundreds of millions of viewers at home, work and at school, they're off the shelf Um, Software as a service products are known for their unparalleled flexibility, modularity, extendability, and ease of integration. They're all built on top of hundreds of open APIs for video ingestion, transcoding, metadata management, distribution, publishing, engagement, monetization, and analytics. So after working for Kaltura for eight years... Itai has recently taken over as VP of R&D within the media and telecom division. So we cannot wait to hear your story today about your journey into tech and your role at Kaltura. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah,
2: thank you for inviting me. meet <laughs> no, so be-
1: nice to meet
0: you. Hello. <laughs> so um, Fantastic. So um, we'd just like to initially start with, as Ellie said, we're really excited and looking forward to hearing about your story and your journey as to how you, you know, how it all began, how it all started, um, how you got into tech, and, and more importantly, how you got to where you are today.
2: Sure. So um, I think I will start from the beginning, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> good place to it, start. yeah, it's a good place to start. Yeah, so I think when I was around seven years old, I got my first computer, and it was like a really, really old one, you know, uh, not as uh, <laughs> well, the uh, uh, <laughs> uh, XT386 uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, back in the days with a uh, green screen and uh, the other stuff. So, and when I got this computer, you know, there was no actually games and stuff like that. So we got the first uh, book
1: mm-hmm. called the uh,
2: Basic, you know, um, and I was in my... Uh, second grade or something like that. I didn't know uh, English a lot. Uh, so my big sister actually uh, was sitting with me and uh, which actually we, we did it together, you know, starting to program in basic, you know, a few commands. Mm-hmm. And then we bought another book and another book and started, you know, to get uh, really involved there. I, I must say that my big sister has a lot of uh, patience. Of course, today <laughs> she's, not, uh, she's not a programmer <laughs> or something like that. Um, uh, and i think this this was like uh, the first step you know to get into this uh, uh, techie uh, environment after that of course during the, my uh, studies and uh, others i uh, of course uh, did a lot of uh, math relation uh, related uh, uh, topics and uh, computers and physics and uh, stuff like that um and uh, after after my army time i was also uh, you know doing some uh of course uh, did my uh, uh finish my uh, uh bachelor degree and a master degree with uh computer science uh okay. so this is from the tech perspective you know and then mm-hmm. we go for the uh, uh management perspective of leadership so as a child, I, I think I was very, you know, uh, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence and I was very shy, you know, to open to mm-hmm. people. I think uh, what actually uh, made a change, you know, uh, is, was a f- few topics. So the first of them, of course, is my army time. Mm-hmm. I was in a combat unit, and I was uh, also a commander there. And uh, it really, you know, three years, you know, uh, changing uh, to uh, different perspectives and stuff like that. It really uh, did a good change in, in uh, at least for me, in, in that perspective. And you know, it gave me a lot of uh, self-confidence and uh, believe in myself and uh, uh, no more fears, you know, from the yeah. simple stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing I think is that uh, the first jobs I got, you know, during my uh, student time and and the first real job, I think it was mainly my managers, you know, I learned, I learned from Mm -hmm. them a lot. Uh, So the, you know, type of manager, you know, that they give you the freedom to do whatever you want Mm -hmm. and just, you know, give you the guidelines and, you know, you can also always, Uh, um, raise flags and come with them with issues and uh, problems
0: yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. so
2: and this is what actually gave me a lot of uh, also confidence to lead people you know to lead Mm -hmm. uh, people because I know okay uh, this is how we do it you know Uh, I must say I had a lot uh, I had uh, great luck with my managers you know till today and uh, I think that's also one of the key things that uh, helped me with my accomplished uh, today. You know, uh, you you are a manager through your people. You know, if your if you if your team is not uh, uh, m- making the job and uh, and and excel, you, you as a manager will will not excel. Yeah, so, no,
0: definitely, you know, it's, it's all about the people, isn't it? And empowering. All about
2: you. the people. Yeah. yeah.
0: 100 percent so um so then you went on to your first role um sort of in tech was customer support engineer was that right
2: so yeah it was uh, like a help desk you know i was uh, doing like yeah. monitoring servers and uh while doing that you know it was like i think in hp and uh, Packard. so we actually managed a few servers for a few companies and during that job, you know, I already started to uh, to, uh, to do the extra work to make sure I will have enough time to study. So, for mm-hmm. example, when we got emails, you know, something went wrong. Okay, now I need to go do that and that. So, I started to write automation for that. So, when we got this email, you know, it was connecting to a server, do the command it needs, and, and send me an email. Okay, everything is okay. And that actually gave me a lot of time to study. Uh, during this uh, first job.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant. After,
2: yeah. So after that, uh, one of the companies that we were monitoring the servers actually uh, offered me a job.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I just uh, rolled out to my next uh, adventure. And again, I started as a, during my studies as a quality assurance uh, mm-hmm. uh, engineer. And also, uh, I started to uh, uh, test things manually. Mm-hmm. And then I started to write uh, scripts and programs that will help me do my job uh, better. Mm-hmm. And then my manager saw it and I said, okay, you need to move to the developer side and not. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's also uh, 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 how I started my uh, uh, engineering uh, mm-hmm. parts, you know, uh, development. It was in a company, it used to be called iBlaster. Mm-hmm. He changed his name a few times to uh, uh, MediaMind, and then uh, Seismic, and then uh, Amazon bought them uh, a year or two, uh, two ago. Wow. Um, and it was like an ed tech company. So I started there as a QA and developer, and then um, I did a few uh, developer uh, uh, positions there, like uh, front-end and also infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I took over a a team there and I started to lead a team. And also I must say, sorry,
0: what size was that team? What size team? uh,
2: Five, five people. Okay. And I also must say that I learned a lot from my first, uh, from uh, two of my managers there. Okay. Or Mm. three actually. And... Again, all of them were really uh, good people, uh, like excellent people even, uh, very good managers that helped me to, on both sides, also manage the people and manage the task and the technology side. Brilliant. Uh, Sounds
1: like you've worked with some great managers who have inspired
2: you. yeah, 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 for sure. So if my manager is hearing that, yeah, it's all about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, and I think again, the main challenge that uh, uh, the, the type of jobs I do and the main challenges I have is that I'm both very, very technologist mm-hmm. so I like to do hands on stuff and POCs and solving problems and helping the team, mm-hmm. and also, you know, you need to manage. The team itself, from mm-hmm. uh, uh, from people, the management, and uh, making sure everyone will have the right fuel to do their work. You know, mm-hmm. so I think this is the two main uh, aspects of uh, of the type of uh, leadership that I'm, yeah. I'm doing. No, yeah.
0: definitely, hundred percent. And and so so you've been with Culture now then for eight years. And um, I think you started in front end development. Um, there and obviously worked your way up through to team leader, management, yeah, so. um, and now VP level. Um, do want, tell us a little bit more about your current role and, and what um, the reach of your current role, responsibilities, challenges that you're currently facing.
2: Sure. So first of all, yeah, I started uh, when, when I joined Cultura, we were around uh, 70 people. Mm-hmm. so And now we are over 500. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like uh, I came to a startup and yeah, I also feel we are still at a startup, but uh, the company got uh, bigger and bigger, you know, mm-hmm. and we acquired a few companies on the way and, uh, and uh, we got a lot of uh, great customers and uh, mm-hmm. great product uh, in the company. So I started again as a, actually almost at the same job that I had previously as a leading a front-end team, which actually was the the player team, uh, the one that's responsible that when you go to sites like a Disney or a TMZ or a, any any or a, any type of videos that you consume during, from the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Our product was the first product you you will see The a player. you press b- play and you hope the video will play okay it sounds, it sounds a simple task yeah but then again, there are some challenges there um so I started from there and when the company got a little bit uh, bigger and bigger and we got more uh, people more uh, uh projects more uh, customers mm-hmm. and more products that we need to uh, to uh, invest in then uh, i actually took over a, a few uh, teams if it's a player team of course this is my baby so can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also a, a front-end team so front-end is also to manage our uh, let's uh, the product itself is actually for a tv operator like uh, sky or vodafone that want to operate an OTT service, meaning like uh, we we actually sell something like Netflix in a box, (laughs) one of our products, okay? You want to to give a Netflix experience to your audience, to your customers. So we give you all the APIs you need for that and all the uh, management console. So this is, again, one of the products. Mm -hmm. Um, And also the front-end application at the end. uh, uh, And this is another team. And also uh, the data team, which uh, recently uh, uh, started to also uh, manage, which is also something that very uh, close to my heart uh, in the last uh, two or three years, because uh, uh, we do understand now that without data and without uh, uh, checking what's actually going out uh, out in the crowd and how we can get better, uh, this is uh, why we... uh, Uh, we invest a lot in in this area and uh, this is why i also uh, started uh, working on that also so Mm yeah so
0: yeah fantastic um brilliant and so what would you say that the main kind of challenges and and pain points that you're currently experiencing in your role
2: (sighs) um so yeah, I think that uh, one challenge uh, that we can uh, point here is this, the world is changing, you know, uh, a lot. Um, from, from your perspective, okay? First of all, if we look at the technology stack, so with the video uh, and, you know, playing video with, uh, in high scale and uh, making sure it will be as, as efficient as possible, with all the technologies that keep going forward and forward, so, you know, you know, you can look at it from any perspective, from something that everyone knows is HD, 4K, 8K, you know, the type of TVs and devices that we are getting mm-hmm. and the level of uh, support that they all get, you know, the uh, HDR, for example, the high definition uh, uh, color range that now uh, uh, people can get. And uh, new, new, uh, again, new devices, new TVs. So it keep keep getting uh, 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 how to uh, uh, to monitor these uh, technologies. So this mm-hmm. is on one aspect. The other aspect is another change that happened during the last few years: the cloud uh, transformation. Okay, so, yeah. you know, still uh, a year or two ago, we used to have like uh, our uh, servers that we are maintaining and hold and uh, everything, you know, took mm-hmm. some time to deploy and stuff like that. And today, you know, using the cloud services like Amazon and others, it's becoming actually much more simpler to do this kind of stuff. You just need to change the methodology, change the uh, 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 how people are uh, are, uh looking at this technology and uh, trying to adopt them. And this Mm -hmm. is what we are actually trying to do with our uh, data uh, product now, to make it uh, like uh, a brand new, uh, following um, uh, 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 new types of uh, technologies like, uh, you know, uh, Continuous integration, continuous deployment, and, and making sure that each developer can, you know, just uh, do his work and send it to production with with no with, uh, um, as as fast as possible at the end in the safest way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and other other challenges is uh, again, you know, uh, you know if if uh, so. Now I also manage people uh, that are in Israel, and also uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, we have some offshore uh, um, uh, sites. So mm-hmm. this is another aspect of uh, um, of challenge that uh, we have. I have is uh, you know making sure that they, I give my managers the, the attention they need, making sure I'm aware of all the issues and how can I help to resolve them, and, uh, and making sure that everyone also is at sync, you know, let's say before, I'm sure we'll get to the COVID-19 question soon, but uh, <laughs> before the COVID-19, you know, we, we were in the office and, you know, we can mm. close in, you know, uh, face-to-face and stuff like that. Actually, I think ch- and, and what was uh, uh, challenging is to make sure all the people are uh, in sync, you know, both mm-hmm. that are in the office and out of the office. I think one one dramatic change that happened due to the COVID-19 is that now everyone is uh, you know on the same level of communication. You know, everyone yeah. is available through the uh, uh, Teams or a Zoom or whatever, and uh, or the from the chat, and uh, everyone can uh, is uh, uh, is the same in this level. No one has a priority because they can come to you and knock on your door and uh, tell you one to three. You know. Yeah, so exactly, the, uh, everyone's
1: on a level playing field, which is, I guess, it, it's good for collaboration with the offshore teams, because it puts everyone on the same side. So, um, this leads me really nicely on my question then. So, the offshore teams, where where are they based?
2: In uh, Belarus. in uh, Okay, cool.
1: And um, how many people were you responsible for at the moment then?
2: It's uh, around 30, 30, 30, yeah.
1: 30 people, okay, perfect. So, It'll be interesting, you've clearly um, taken lots of inspiration from prior leaders of yours from your time in the army and as you've progressed and developed your career within tech, but I'd love to know more about your leadership style and how your teams would describe you.
2: Sure, so uh, I think, I, I, first of all, I, um, you know, I have a lot of trust in my people, okay, Mm-hmm. Uh, from the moment I hire them, uh, uh, I make sure they are aware that they they are the responsible one for their action,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they have full accountability of uh, of the uh, of the work that they are responsible for. So this is for my manager and also for the people that they manage. Okay? Yeah. Uh, so this is one thing. The second thing is that I give the they all know they have a flexi- a full flexibility to complete the work, okay? Mm. Uh, I don't count hours for my people, I count actions. Right. Um, yeah, so, you know, if someone wants to do a job uh, during the night or during the off office hour because we have something to do in the morning that he thinks is more important, I give him the full... Uh, uh, i have full trust uh, with him to do to to know it and to do his uh, uh work when when he needs okay yeah uh, brilliant so you have
1: all different people working different times and everything and you make it work
2: yeah Cool. so yeah so yeah of course if we have like the stand up daily or something like that you yeah. that need to uh, of course it's uh, something that uh, oh he need to uh tell one of his colleagues what his status or actually participating, but in general, mm-hmm. the, people know they have the flexibility uh, to work uh, when they, when they uh, however they want, okay? As long as they deliver uh, their uh, w- what they agree on, okay? This is uh, like the basic uh, rule that's uh, 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 like that.
1: Yeah, perfect. Uh, I think that leads quite nicely on to a question around talent, really. How do you, um, obviously you're very flexible, you're very trusting as a leader, but how do you attract and retain talent?
2: So, yeah, that's a great question. So first, first of all, I think that with the technology that we are uh, dealing with is really, really interesting, okay? Mm. It's the impact everyone of our, everyone, okay, everyone today has... Uh, at least one uh, service at home for TV, okay? If it's Netflix or Sky or uh, Disney Plus or any other of that. So mm-hmm. everyone actually knows know what, what we are doing and what we are uh, actually developing, which is really, really exciting. And we're really impacting uh, a lot of people. Like, uh, you know, we touch at the end more than 100 million people.
1: Wow. Our technology
2: actually touch you know, whatever my team developed, is actually touched more than 100 million people, okay, and That's we so do, cool. like, monthly releases, you know, it's amazing when we release, you know, a new version of our player SDK, for example, for Android, and we get the statistic, you know, that we have, like, a, many also web big customer also in India, which is a very big market for us. And uh, we see exactly how they use it. We see what is the performance and stuff like that. So this is really something really amazing. The second thing is that, uh, uh, so besides the technology, is the innovation, I give a, I specifically and the company uh, give a lot of attention for innovation. And, we, and when I say innovation, it's uh, it's, uh, we can separate it into few parts. So one of them is, for example, if someone has has an idea, you know, to do something else, you know, to do the specific task or specific technology, to do it in a different way, in an innovative way, this is something we always, I always open to hear.
1: Yeah, and, right. And, mm-hmm. and
2: usually, I will al- always find the time for for the for the engineer to actually do a POC to start implementing it and to to get uh, and maybe just, you know, guide him how to make sure we get uh, what we need as, as fast as, as possible or as uh, efficient as possible. But this is something we put extra care. And we have also uh, innovation and uh, ideas that come from a uh, Product or, or for me or from other uh, tech leader in the company, and also we do some we do like a, a yearly event. Uh, this is specifically about innovation, the hackathon. Like, I know uh, totally yeah.
1: hackathons.
2: Yeah, so actually, I, I and some of the, my colleagues in the company started it like uh, five years ago in the company. Mm-hmm. And we actually borrowed it from uh, the last company I worked on. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was in the la- in the last company, it was like innovation week. We just call it a hackathon, which is an amazing event, you know, for all the company to, uh, to actually create and uh, and think of new ideas. If it's for the company, if it's for uh, technologies, if it's for uh, processes that they are doing in the company. And then we finish it with an amazing event where people can actually go on the stage and present to the co-founders of the company, like what so they cool. did. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's Fantastic. a really nice event. We can send you videos afterward if you would like to see some.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, do you know what we'd be we'd be really interested, wouldn't we, Sandra? Because last this year we were <laughs> going to plan a hackathon. But then everything with COVID, it kind of, it wasn't really the time for it. So it's definitely on our, we, we, we run a lot of tech events already, but we haven't done a hackathon yet. And that's like on our to-do yeah. list, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd
0: love to see those pictures and just get definitely. learn a bit more um, how you, about how you run them yeah. and things that would be really yeah. interesting. Sure.
2: I, I also joined a few hackathon myself uh, <laughs> in the past. And yeah, it's, it's really exciting. It has yeah. a lot of excitement, cool. and uh, if you have the right team, it's really, really
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. fantastic, cool. So, um, you've we've obviously talked to a lot about um just recently about attraction, um, and you know you've grown um a great um pace. Um, obviously from seventy to five hundred is just like yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've obviously placed quite a lot of importance on tech and innovation. Um, i think we'd be re- what we'd really be interested to know um on that point then is what your um opinion and view is around the future of tech
2: sure so yeah so i think this is something that every tech leader uh, must uh, must have in even house let's uh, call it like that so the one, one thing that i already talked about is the uh, cloud uh, Infrastructure. Okay, this is something that uh, really changed the way, the the fast, the you know the uh, the speed, uh, the the speed of changes you can do uh, with that, with this infrastructure. So today, using a few clicks and a few API calls, you can do something that in the past, in the past, I mean, one year ago, two years ago, you needed a full team. And uh, walk of two months to actually create this environment. Okay, uh, so this is one big change that happened. And the second thing is, the, of course, the machine learning. So uh, and, and the and the data. Okay, the uh, there is a fair, say that the data is the new oil. So yes, <laughs> so or the new gold or the new I don't know what. So yeah, but you need actually to create uh, some uh, benefit from that. So if you look at the uh, machine learning in specifically mm-hmm. uh, and also combining it with the uh, cloud uh, infrastructure that we have today, it's, it's meaning that every, everyone, okay, everyone from my developer or from any developer that have access to this, uh, inf- to this uh, infrastructure can actually define, you know, it, 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 it doesn't need to know much about machine learning. You just need to know how to wrap this data in the right uh, place and know what is the target function that you want to optimize. uh, Let's call it like that. Um, And just again, uh, put it in the the cloud, okay? Uh, Amazon and uh, Microsoft and Google have uh, the right infrastructure for that. And they can just give them this data set, and the cloud will run, you know they have something called today automatic machine learning, or autopilot, or something like that. So you don't really need to know much about machine learning. Amazon and Google and uh, Microsoft will give you whatever they already found on that, mm. and they will uh, start, uh, you know putting uh, the serve the machines to uh, process your uh, data. And we'll optimize it again and again and again, depending on the level uh, that you want to get into. And then you will get a a model, what we call a model that you can actually deploy it uh, uh, as a service Uh, and just uh, start using it. Okay? So if we take, uh, I don't know, this this podcast, for example, you can Mm -hmm. upload the text of each of your... uh, Each of your uh, uh, speakers that uh, you had till today, uh, this is your model, okay? Send it to the cloud and also send uh, uh, the number of uh, people that listen to it, you know, even in a specific minute, you know?
0: Mm.
2: And then you can identify exactly what you need to look for to uh, enrich your uh, audience, okay? This is just... uh, a uh, small example, but the main thing is that everyone can actually get access to this technology. Uh, yeah. Everyone, and every every tech leader should know this. Know this uh, technology. The technology is out there, and use it to help help him to get better. You know get better yeah. with his product, get better with his uh, technology, get better with his people. So this is I make the
1: most of what you've got and the ability to be able to access that on open source tech which is great yeah Yeah, okay
2: yeah
1: amazing um so obviously your role at caltura sounds pretty cool sounds like a good company sounds like you've got a lot of autonomy they really push and advocate innovation which is amazing that's clear from your hackathons and yeah that's fantastic but i'd love to finish the podcast and we're finding out about like what are you most excited about what big plans have you got for the now next 12 months of the team? Any personal projects and what's next for you?
2: Oh, so much. So,
1: much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think, I think uh, um, uh, again, uh, so what, what I just talked about now is the data and how to use data to get better. Mm-hmm. This is something that uh, is still in my mind and still with a few people, but it's, we have a lot of work to do around that you know to connect to connect the teams together to make sure they can uh, 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 give the right data they need and to get the right information they need from the uh, from the uh, 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 data lake okay mm-hmm. this is uh, how we call it here mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so
1: here yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: so uh, yeah, making making sure everyone will have access to it, you know, so they can uh, benefit uh, whatever they need. Um, and and after that, you know, may start to use that, to start to model our data in such a way that we can actually extract, as 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 we talked about the machine learning uh, 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 models, okay. Uh, so we can actually use them to help. Uh, to help well, people to watch better video, to make sure the video will not stop, to get higher qualities, to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, today people search a lot what they want to uh, see, you know, in the Netflix and other services, maybe to change the power paradigm a little bit and uh, the su- actually the suggestion will be... Uh, something that you really want to see and not something mm. that... Uh, uh, never watch. To, yeah, it's <laughs> never watch, something like that, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, we have a lot of work in this area, you know, to making sure the TV will know you better. Yeah. And when you open the... T- at the end, you open the TV and you just want to watch TV, right?
1: Yeah.
2: You don't want all the fancy stuff around it, so, yeah, you open the TV and you will actually see what you want to see. And this That's is... Uh, yeah, this is like... Uh, the target and what we are aiming for of course we have a lot of hope on that but uh, we were very motivated and very you know it's something that's close to our heart uh, to uh, to help uh, to achieve these uh, goals. yeah
1: so the customer is truly at the forefront of everything you're doing which is fantastic yeah. and yeah and um, it sounds like you've got some great ideas to be able to improve that customer journey anyway and like you say it must be so lovely working for a company where all your changes are so visual Mm -hmm. like even you'll make amendments I guess to the products and then you get home and you get to see it yourself and your family and things like that so so lovely to be able to do that so yeah it's been fantastic um having you on the podcast and hearing your story and if anyone Mm -hmm. does want to reach out and get in touch what's what's the best form of contact for you
2: so, uh, you know, LinkedIn or uh, my email that, uh, yeah, LinkedIn can be, is, uh, is the place, I think, to.
0: Yeah, I think much most people yeah. in tech use LinkedIn, don't they? So, yeah. fantastic. Well, it's been great to hear your story. Thanks for um, for joining us on the show. And um, we look um, yeah look forward to releasing your podcast. Thank we'll you. we'll thank be you in touch much. anyway
1: to um, pick your brain about the hackathon. So, yeah, thank you so cool. much.
0: Sure.
2: Thank you. Thank
1: you. Lovely. Thank
0: you.
2: Bye-bye.